You're listening to the LaGrange Media Podcast with your host, Toby LaGrange. A big hello to everyone out there in podcast land, and welcome to episode number 19 of the LaGrange Media Podcast. Yeah, that's right. I said the LaGrange Media Podcast, not the Upstate Dirt Podcast or the Cow Palace Motorsports Podcast. When I started this podcast, I had every intention of honoring my grandparents and to the much lesser extent, the track I was born, raised, and grew up at by using the name The Cow Palace. However, seeing as that track is no longer my weekly racing home, and a very few people can grasp the, grasp the concept of the real meaning behind the name, I was sick of the BS that I was receiving, usually on social media, and decided to change the name. Hence, the Upstate Dirt Podcast was born. I honestly do not think, it, think I thought it through very well, and just settled on a name, which was a mistake. After a while, the name was just not appealing to me. When it became apparent that I needed to change it again, I reached out to my followers on social media. And of course, they were much obliged to help. This will be the final, and I do mean final, name change for this podcast. Soon I will have decals available, and if I can find a sponsor or two, some shirts and hats. Today, though, is Wednesday, October the 4th, 2022, and I am one day away from making the two-hour-plus trek northwest to the shores of Lake Ontario and the hollow ground known as the Oswego Speedway. The big 5.8 mile steel palace is used to big events, events like the annual International Classic held each and every Labor Day weekend. However, since 2016, it has hosted a second massive event that even dwarfs the prestigious International Classic, and that, of course, is Super Dirt Week. When the corrupt powers that be destroyed at the mecca that was the New York State Fairgrounds, one mile oval, Super Dirt Week was left with two choices. Fade away into the history books, or find a new home. If you know me personally, then you know that I am not just an opinionated and passionate person, especially about racing, but an honest one. With that said, I was initially one of those that thought the, the event should have just faded away with each truckload of dirt, clay, and debris that the political machine hauled away from the century-plus-year-old Moody Mile. When the final checkered flag waved on that Moody Mile in October of 2015, I was beyond sad. I took my ceremonial um, container of clay from the track and a piece of the concrete wall and made my way back to our camper. As I sat around the fire that night, I realized something. I will never sit there again. As reality sat in and I made my way back home on the New York State Thruway, it became clear that I needed to make a choice. Either live in the past or move forward towards the future while trying to keep the past alive for newer race fans. In a lot of ways, it was like ending a relationship. As the fall of 2016 approached, I decided to give the new home of Super Dirt Week a chance. I agreed to be on camera for Race Pro Weekly once again, I signed in and received my credentials, and at first, I was very hesitant to even leave our camper. It was just not the same to me. Once I did, and began doing interviews and such, I realized that the event can live on, and it should, even if a large part of it was missing. Fast forward to October of 2022, and I am counting the moments until I can make that trek northwest for what will be my 28th Super Dirt Week, and 27th in a row. My streak started my junior year in high school. It will also be my 7th consecutive Super Dirt Week doing the on-camera work for Race Pro Weekly and my 19th consecutive as a member of the media. Do I miss that Moody Mile? You're damn straight I do. Should the biggest race in dirt-modified racing still be on the Moody Mile? You're damn straight it should be. 
Should the politicals or the politicals should the politicians be tarred and feathered and thrown to the gators at the Volusia Speedway Park? You're damn right. Each one of them should be, Democrat or Republican. Will I continue to support Super Dirt Week and have an insanely fun time doing so? Well, you're damn straight. I will do that as well. With that said, now it's time for predictions. Some predictions based on the final events, the future events for the week, and these are based off the pre-entry list received by Dirt Car Northeast Dirt Car Northeast last week. For the 50th annual Billy Whitaker's Cars and Trucks 200, 69 drivers have pre-entered, according to Dirt Car, and I'm going to pick the driver who finished third third overall in 2015 and grab the pole in 2018, and that's Jimmy Phelps. My dark horse, Adam Pearson. For the 42nd Salute to the Troops 150 Dirt Car 358 Modified Championship, and yes, that was the 320 Championship before, 65 drivers have pre-entered the event, and I am picking two-time champion for um, the race, Timmy Fuller. He won the 2005 and 2016 event. For my dark horse, I'm going to go with Jordan McCready. For the 23rd Chevrolet Performance 75 Dirt Car Sportsman Championship, right now 76 drivers have pre-entered the event. I am going with the 2022 Can-Am Speedway Track Champion and current, at least as of this recording, Dirt Car Sportsman Series points leader, Tyler Corcoran. My dark horse, division rookie, Dylan Madsen. For the 25th annual Dirt Car Pro Stock Championship, 50-lap event, 25 drivers have pre-entered. I'm going with a driver who came oh so close in 2018, Chucky D, Chucky Dombluski. And for my dark horse, the 2019 winner. Josh Coonrod. As I mentioned, I'll be doing the on-camera thing for Race Pro Weekly once again this season, so be sure to log on to www.raceproweekly.com, select the Super Dirt Week option, and follow along. I will also post a Super Dirt Week wrap-up edition of the LaGrange Media Podcast next week and replay some of the interviews throughout the winter. Before I end this episode, remember one thing. There is only one Super Dirt Week, and it resides south of the North Country border, and not above. Please remember to support those that support racing, and stay safe in your travels. And by all means, please, please, please support breast cancer charities. Until next time, so long for now. Are you looking for a creative designer to conceive and develop engaging, integrated concepts and innovative visual experiences? Then look no further than Stephen Holbert Graphics. Contact Stephen Holbert today at 518-921-9473 or email him at stephenholbert27 at gmail.com. Stephen Holbert Graphics, your place to go for creative design.